Clermont Northeastern District Download. Thanks for joining us. Today we're going to sit down over at the middle school and talk to them about their return plan. All right, today I'm over at the middle school uh, talking to the administrators and their school psychologists about how uh, we're going to return. So welcome, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. I've got uh, Ms. Nazarene, Mr. Boothby, and Ms. Schaefer over here. So talk about it. What's, what are we going to expect when we come back here? So I have been on the phone with parents, with students, with teachers. Uh, staff members have all been in uh, the building trying to socially distance classrooms, making sure that we have enough hand sanitizer, that we have procedures in place for transitions and for lunch. Um, and I'm super excited about it. I think that our staff is uh, pumped to have uh, an opportunity to come back and see our kids again. And I think that um, if we work together, it's gonna be super positive and an outstanding year for all students. Awesome. So. How many kids are coming back? Like, what's the percentage? So right now, I have 102 kids that are choosing to use the remote option, and I have 230-ish kids that are going face-to-face. -face. Wow, so you had about a 30 of your kids yep. decide to go remote, huh? Yep. It actually Which... worked out really nice because I have exactly uh, a full class size for each grade level, six, seven, and eight. So oh. teachers can do a normal rotation. It'll just be three face-to-face -face classes and one virtual class. So those kids will follow a, a typical schedule like they would if they were here. They'll just be sitting, you know, hopefully in a location where they're not being distracted, where their dog isn't sitting with them, where they can really focus and um, tune in to hear live instruction from their teacher. We've spent a lot of time rescheduling students, so we do have those bells that are true to the online learning. So for example, first bell in all grade levels, six, seven, and eight will be social studies online learning. So the teacher will actually be teaching a lesson to the, to the students that are remote, recording that lesson for kids that might be absent that day or, or whatever the case may be. Then second bell is I think math. Mm -hmm. And then, and then third ELA. is the LA and fourth bell is science. So all three of our science teachers will be teaching the remote lesson at the same time. At the same time. We tried to do that because I think this is a, a new crazy normal for everybody. And for parents who have multiple kids at the middle school, those kids are logging on to the same class every single day. So, you know, parents know you got uh, um, social studies first bell, get, get in there, log on. You've got, so we tried to make it as uniformed as possible for parents at home. Cause I know that they have lives that they're trying to live, live to. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a unique challenge for everybody. And then for the kids who are coming here, I know you talked about it a little bit when you were, uh, doing your slides on how to come back in that video walkthrough. Uh, what's it look like, uh, when a kid pulls up to the building, are they going to get temperature checked as they get off a bus? or they get out of a car, or how's that gonna work for you guys? So, um, we were gonna dismiss buses one by one, uh, especially the first day. It's gonna be slow going, and, and we'll probably be working on policies and procedures. Kids will go to homeroom like they do any other day. Um, in homeroom, Mr. Boothby and I will be going around and we'll be doing temperature checks. 
Um, and then we'll be practicing how are we going to pass classes, um, how are we transitioning in the hallway. So typically our homerooms are really academically based. We do uh, social emotional learning, usually uh, groups together. The first couple days of school, it'll really be about going to your locker, moving around the building because it's not typical as so, it was last year when they were here. So also when students arrive in the morning, the, the car riders will come in the main entrance like they have and we will have them social distanced in the cafeteria. Some of them eat breakfast, but we have a really large space to to social distance them. And when this, like Mrs. Nass said, when the students are getting off the bus, the buses one by one, especially early on, we have different entrances for them to go on, to go into depending on what grade level they're in. Um, and our hallways are all one way as well. So in the morning they get off the bus or out of the car, they come in a certain entrance which is all in our online learning plan that you can access online. Um, and then they head to their homeroom. They don't go to their locker first. We dismiss them um, homeroom by homeroom to go to their lockers. So it's gonna take a lot of getting used to as far as the new procedures go. But I don't think it's gonna to be too much. I mean, I really think our kids are smart. I think they'll, they'll rise to the challenge and I think it'll be like two days and then they'll get into the groove. And of course, you know, Mr. Boothby and I will be out there every single day like we are all the time and you know I want to get back to our normal where we have spirit week and you know make learning not only uh, academic but fun for kids to be here yeah I think that's gonna be the big challenge right I think there's the for some people whether they picked remote or in person was the fear over what the new normal is going to be like and did we really suck all the fun out of it yeah um, and right now I guess we don't know we just need to get through the routines first and we can build from there kind yeah. of yeah I mean working with the staff I think the odds are extremely low that there, it won't be fun. I mean, the staff is um, a family, and they're funny, and um, they're willing to dress up and look dumb in front of the kids just to make learning, you know, interesting. And so I kind of feel like I'm not really worried about that piece. I think the staff, we haven't really had any changes in the staff. Everybody's coming back. Everybody's healthy right now. So um, I think it's going to be great. So you're talking about the healthy piece. Uh, one of the big parts I know to our plan is wearing the masks. Uh, what's the uh, what's the protocol going to be if someone shows up and doesn't have one? You know, I really hope that doesn't happen because I, you know, I was talking to one of my parents yesterday about, you know, my objective here is to make sure kids come, kids are happy, kids are healthy, staff's happy, staff's healthy, and the academic piece is rigorous. That's my objective. I don't want our kids to see um, administration and parents at odds with each other because we're not. We are on the same team. So for me, this is not a political issue. For me, this is 100% about keeping staff safe, keeping students safe, everybody remaining healthy so that we can continue to keep our doors open. So yeah, are we going to have kids wear masks? Yes. Um, are staff going to wear masks? Yes. If kids come in and they say, you know, I don't want to wear a mask, certainly I respect that. I respect that in parents. Um, there's a remote learning option for them. Uh, they will be isolated. They'll um, be talked to. We'll tell them, you know, our objective behind it. We'll offer them a mask, and if there's a refusal, we'll contact parents and say, you know, here's a remote option for you. Yeah, and I, I even talked to Mr. Glass and Mr. Halpin. You know, they even said, you know, if they have to go home that day, you can either return to us tomorrow with the mask on or the online option is going to be your only option. Mm -hmm. um, but just for parents or kids who forget, 
that's not what's going to happen. So if a kid just blatantly forgets or oh, no, just we, we'll has guys. that issue or yeah. he, he forgot it or they don't have the means to have one. Oh, we'll have one for him. Have Absolutely. one for him. So everyone needs to know that that that's, that option's not going to show up if you just forgot a mask. Absolutely. Not, yeah. I know our treasurer just picked up our allotment from Claremont County Educational Service Center. So we have another extra 1,500 PPEs that just arrived this morning. Yeah. And um, my back hallway is filled with cleaner. So, you know, hand sanitizer and uh, materials to clean the building. So I do want that parents to know that uh, we're going to be really, really thoughtful about making sure that the building's sanitized, that kids have opportunity to wash hands, that um, when they leave, we're wiping down areas uh, where students have been so that when they come in the next day, it's a fresh, hopefully germ-free um, environment. So you guys have hand sanitizer stations at every entrance and outside of every restroom section, Correct. right? Correct. Yes. And, and then hand, and hand sanitizer in every every in every classroom. classroom. In every classroom. Well. So every classroom is going to have a gallon of it. Every every uh, common place will have a pump station, and and then you're cleaning. You guys also have the atomizi- atomizing cleaner. Yeah. So that'll be disinfecting common area, common touch places all day long. Yeah, Mr. Dale, uh, he gets in here usually about five forty-five. 55, 45, and 6, he'll be going and hitting every classroom before students come in. So you talked a little bit about the online option. Those are those were the two options for parents that they had, is to come in person five days or pick full remote. Um, if a parent gets two weeks into remote and they're like, this really isn't for me, what's their choice? Well, um, we've kind of made the decision um, in the district that we're going to uh, ask parents to stick with it for the first quarter. I know that's not an optimal uh, decision for everybody, but honestly, Mr. Boothby and I, for the last three days, have been redoing every kid's schedule since the survey final came in on uh, Monday evening. And so it's just a lot to ask to have schedules change and kids continue to be moving around from site to site. So we're going to ask them to, you know, stick it out, hang with it. Uh, They're going to have conversation with live teachers every single day um, and if they don't like it it's, it's a new appreciation for being back in the building and being with their teachers when they come back second quarter now let's flip it for a second if you've got a kid who said i want to be here in person and whether it's due to an illness or anxiety about wearing the mask or just having a hard time with it what's their option if they feel like they would be safer or their parents feel like the best interest is for them to go from in-person to remote. I feel like we'll take that um, on a case-by-case basis. Uh, but if a parent feels like the environment's unsafe or there's a health issue, certainly we will um, come together as a team and do what's best for the kid. Okay. I think I think it's important to note that you know you can't replace what we do here with a remote option, but we are doing our absolute best to make sure that kids that are choosing that option, whether they they make the change at a quarter's end that they, that whole nine weeks that they're going to be on remote is going to be as similar to them being in school as as possible by our staff. And, and I also think the community needs to know how much time our staff has spent in here the last few weeks, three weeks, um, just getting classrooms ready, making sure that their the workstations are socially distanced, uh, we just have an incredibly dedicated staff that really, really want kids back in the building. And in the perfect world, we're going to get them all back soon. But for, for you know, the near future, we're going to make sure we're doing everything we can to make that remote learning as similar to being here as possible. In the last time I, I did an episode, I talked with the high school guys, and uh, they're using Play-Doh from Edmentum just because of how unique their circumstances were with how diverse 
the credit needs were from everyone. Can you tell everyone why that wasn't something that you wanted to put in play for your kids because your needs are different here? Well, we're not uh, held to Carnegie credit status like the high school is. And so uh, if you finish a, a class on Play-Doh, there's another class for Mr. Glassmatter to sign you up to. For us, we're limited in the fact that we have ELA, Social Studies, Science, and Math uh, and Algebra 1. So um, part of the piece about Play-Doh is we really didn't want to give our teachers another online system to learn because we have vetted a research-based programming that kids used all through all through the year last year but especially through the spring so we wanted to have some commonality with our kids about google meets you've been there you've done that google classroom you've been there you've done that i mean we've learned a lot since we went online in march and we certainly know uh, how to make it easier on students and kids. So any additional site that a teacher uses, for example, Screencastify, that link will be linked to their Google Classroom. So all parents or students have to do is click on that link and it'll take them directly to the site. No more cut and pasting and figuring out how to get there. So I think we've gotten better at making it easier on ourselves and our families as well. Awesome, so if the kids who have the remote option are doing that work and as a district you decide to go remote what changes there if the whole district goes remote what's that look like so um i think what they'll what will happen is they'll mirror the option that the online kids that are working on right now there is some debate about uh planning time for teachers and uh, how much that would take so um it'll be as rigorous it'll be online we will continue to use Google Classroom and Google Meets and Screencastify, uh, which our children are all uh, familiar with. Uh, how we deliver that probably will be very close to what the remote students are doing now. And I know a lot of parents have had that question of, what's the lead time? So um, I know we as a district have put out a lot of information about just being prepared with additional childcare because things can change. But if something comes up, how much lead time are you, we gonna be able to give parents or how are you going to notify parents that school is closed? Or what, what, what resources should they be checking daily? Well, that's a great question, TJ, because that hasn't changed for us at all. I mean, uh, Mr. Boothby and I uh, love to share pictures of our kids. In fact, I, I posted one last night. Volleyball's back, baby. We had to first our scrimmage. Um, so they can check out CD Middle School, Twitter, Facebook, our, our district app and if, if we're doing something as important as changing the schedule and everybody's going remote that'll be an all call as well as an email to parents so being the all call this is my little plug for final forms for people who are listening to this that haven't taken the time to do it um, if you don't have the right information in there someone else is going to get the phone call so just make sure you go in and update final forms yeah. so the truth is this is something that people need to get into routine and at home yeah. our families need to get into a routine to checking every morning whether it's the the television or the facebook apps the emails the phone numbers if those things are correct because it could change on a daily basis i also want to make a plug too is that we have already sent an all call out to parents so if you have not received an all call i believe it was mr boothby's voice then go in and check final forms and make sure that your phone numbers are up to date i also think it's really really important um, that parents follow us on facebook and twitter because we are very active on social media, not not just with really, really important information about start fun times stuff. and all this stuff, but we do a lot of fun stuff. We recognize students for positive behavior all the time. So 
Um, we're creating stars within our students that uh, get um, put out on social media and celebrated for their accomplishments as well. Yeah. Well, we've got a few days left before the kids are back in the hallways. Is there anything else you want to share with everybody about your guys' return plan? Just really looking forward to getting our staff back on Monday, you know, ironing out everything that we have to do next week, uh, PD training for staff on technology, making sure our uh, Google Classroom and our Google Meets are up and easily accessible for students. Um, actually, then, too, like uh, teaching our kids that are remote some little online etiquette, you know, like we want to see your face every day. We, want, we don't want to see an emoji. Um, and, you know, just telling our parents that we're going to do our best to keep their kids safe. Awesome. Well, maybe we get back on here in a couple, uh, couple days or a couple weeks after we get the school year running and see if there's any updates or anything that's changed. And uh, thank you guys for your time. I know we're super busy right now, and you guys got to get back and, and get to planning. So thank you for your time. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you. Clermont Northeastern District Download.